can I call you Paul? Are we on a first name basis yet? You can now, after all the money that you slipped me and saying that my fans were faithful. They're not. They love to cheat on me with other YouTubers, but I'll let them off this time. Very good. Well, we are still delighted to have you here. Um, Paul, tell our fans basically first, uh, how did we get connected and what, what are we doing here today? Well, I think it was after I dropped the Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 5 spoilers, which kind of um, ruined my week for a bit and probably ruined a lot of people at Disney's week, unfortunately. Uh, and then you hit me up and said, let's talk about Star Wars stuff. And I'm like, yes, I love to do that. That's my my second favorite thing after bullying my supporters. So really appreciate it. <laughs> it was really nice to to you know find somebody of your caliber on YouTube who has such a following who's willing to give a smaller podcast you know some time. Uh, we do also have a loyal following though, so I understand that you know uh, we have to be loyal to our to our first love. Um, so for those yeah. fans out there who don't know, I I don't know what rock you've been sleeping under, uh, but just give us the kind of thirty second up date on this story because I, I'm sure you've told the story now many many times but what what happened with your spoilers on your channel and the Mandalorian uh chapter 13 the Jedi okay so I got an email about this is going to be longer than 30 <laughs> seconds by the way but I got an email uh by probably about the middle of the month saying subject line was baby Yoda's real name so I thought I'd click that it had a it, this was just after the Bo-Katan episode had aired it had a full breakdown of episode four, full breakdown of episode five. They, they was coming out with stuff like Grogu. Now I get sent a lot of plot spoilers every single week. Um, and I started reading the episode four breakdown. And it basically started off by saying Baby Yoda is down a, a tunnel in the, the Razor Crest. And he's plugging wires into the wall. And then he gets an electric shock. And Mando's like, hey, don't do that. And then they eat some soup. And I was reading that thinking, oh, this is just another one of those plot leaks where someone makes everything up. Start watching the episode. <laughs> Bloody hell, he's he's down this tunnel plugging wires in. I'm like, oh, crap. So did my breakdown, went back and read that and, and reached out to the person and said, look, are you okay with me covering this? Uh, I know that there's uh, people get in trouble for leaking things. Disney's obviously a massive company. So if you get found out, they'll they'll probably... No, not take too kindly to it. So I posted the video um, said in that, because a lot of the time when you post plot leaks, you'll just get an instant copyright strike as soon as the, the company finds out and they'll take the video down. But I said in the video, look, Disney, if you're watching this, please just reach out to me. Um, I'll private the video if you want. Blah, 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 blah. They actually did reach out to me. Um, they were really fine about it. They, they said, you know, we, do, we don't really mind leaks that much because Star Wars fans are so loyal that come Friday, they're going to watch the entire episode anyway, whether they know what happens in it or not. And chances are they probably won't believe you, which definitely was the case. And no one really did for a bit. And then they watched the episode, saw that I was right. And yeah, that was that was pretty much the whole story. Wow, wow. In 30 seconds, the longest 30 seconds of my life. <laughs> well, I mean, that that is a fascinating uh, story. And, and you kind of were first. I mean, you scooped episode five like like I didn't see anyone else scoop it. Um, and so I can I can imagine that you were a little bit terrified when things started coming yeah. true and you started to hear from Disney. Were you worried that they were going to drone attack your flat there in England? Yeah, definitely. Um, because I they were in California and I live in England. But I'm here in the studio right now, obviously, to do this episode. But they uh, they, they messaged me about midnight. Um, I woke I wake up about half six every morning. They don't actually start work till about five p.m. my time. So I had probably about ten and a half hours of me sitting, sweating, thinking, "Oh my god, um, what's going to happen?" And I, I sort of did that thing, you know, where you you, you send an email and then you, you panic and add a bit more in. So I sent them the email. They basically just said, "Hi, Paul. Um, message. Just I work for Disney. Um, would love to chat to you about the, the the leaks you just posted on your channel." And I sent one back saying, "Yeah, no problem. Just let me know." And then about ten minutes later, someone saying, "If you want me to private it, also just let me know." <laughs> and then I was I kept following up like, "And I really don't mind privating it, by the way, if you want me to take it down." Uh, but they were really really nice about it. But it kind of makes you feel guilty um, because they started talking about the 
the, the whole process for making the episodes and you do, the thing with doing plot leaks which i don't enjoy doing them that much is because there's often a lot of backlash not only from people online who are like why are you spoiling this and then the people who just don't believe you and call you a liar but then there's also the the people behind the scenes who've spent you know years and years working on this stuff and um, thinking how to script it how to shoot it getting actors involved and then for you to just come along and spoil it it's not it's not the best feeling in the world um but disney were really nice and they just said look we we hate that this happens obviously it happens quite a lot um on our projects because you know these are quite big things that people really want to know about like i'm sure you remember rise of skywalker leaked quite quite early um before it was released and yeah it just I, I kind of felt like I'd let everyone down almost because they, they were saying, you know, it was so good to see that we'd kept Baby Yoda a secret for the entire production of The Mandalorian. And then when that first episode dropped and the the little casing opened at the end and the blanket came down and it was Baby Yoda sitting there, he was like, every everyone loved that moment. And it was this really amazing thing. And I was thinking, oh no, and I've kind of spoiled that with Ahsoka because so many people wanted to see her in live action and I've just kind of brought that all down. But you know what? They were really nice about it and people have enjoyed the episode, I'm guessing. I don't think my spoilers spoiled their enjoyment of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I certainly didn't uh, think that it was spoiled for me, but I I think, you know, in the in the whole world now with Star Wars fans, the Star Wars fans are so spoiler-obsessed. It's the words of a Sheev Palpatine yeah. come to mind, you know, it is unavoidable, <laughs> it is your destiny. Yeah. I mean, somebody is going to try to spoil it for good or for ill. Uh, and, and so why mm-hmm. ha- why not have it be a nice guy like yourself with a pleasant accent instead Ugh. of somebody who, uh, I don't know, has a dartboard in their background and can't, yeah. can't <laughs> string together a coherent sentence? Well, we've zeroed in on who that is. Right, right. Uh, so who but, would win in a fight? Yeah, you or Mike Zero? Probably him. You know, <laughs> he's probably he's he's coming from all angles with all the the keywords um, and really just battering me. He would, he, I think, he would trick me into fighting him. <laughs> so he would he would be like, you know, click here, heavy spoilers for our fight, and I'd click it, and then he'd pop up behind me and hit me with something because <laughs> you know the guy likes to trick people. I'm just kidding. You know what, Mike Zero seems okay. I know, I know in the community that. A lot of people kind. Of, there's a lot of people who like him, and a lot of people who who don't. And I kind of I watch his videos sometimes, and you know I I do actually enjoy them. I think he's got a little twinkle in his eye when he's telling his stories, and he has got a formula. And you know, is the guy hitting any anyone? Maybe maybe right. He's paid by Disney to spread misinformation, right? So that people like if they do find out the leaks, because I tell you what, when I posted my leaks. No matter how detailed they were, people were like, nah, this isn't true. This, There's no way this is true. And maybe Mike Zero is sort of, can be credited for that. You know what I mean? He's doing, a, he's doing the God's work. It, it is kind of a governmental thing. It's like he's, he's selling disinformation. And, and at Faking Star Wars, we're well acquainted with this idea. You know, we, we had one of the first images of Luke from Last Jedi that was leaked to us, yeah. oddly enough. Uh, and we're a comedy site, but we had the image. And we debated for a long yeah. time, should we release this? Should we release this? What should we do? And yeah. then finally we just did because we realized no one's going to believe us anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the main worry that comes from it is not, it's it's more kind of what you're doing to other people, I think, more than, not really yourself. You're just kind of like, well, if I release this, then, you know, Disney's going to hate me. There's going to be a lot of people who wake up this morning and see this online and just think, oh, that's ruined my week. Right. And it's not a nice position to be in, which is why I don't really do plot leaks that often. I know I'm called the Heavy Spoilers Show, but... I tend to do things post-release, so I'll do. I'll wait till an episode of a TV show's aired and then do a breakdown of it. Um, and the heavy spoilers thing is like, look, if you haven't seen this yet, it's out. We're talking about it. 
going to be heavy spoilers. Well, that kind of uh, is so. an interesting idea, you know, because because uh, we are in that era where information is, you know, leaking out of sets and, and studios. But then spoilers just yeah. kind of refers to the fact that somebody hasn't seen it, whether it be a friend of yours yeah. or a family member. And it sort of reminds me of that scene in The Simpsons where uh, Homer is walking out of The Empire Strikes Back and he says at, at the yeah. top of his voice, yeah. oh, who would have known that uh, Darth Vader's Luke's father? You know, to me, that's not a leak. Right, that's a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, for you, like, what's worse, spoiling somebody like that who just came out of the theater, um, or deliberately leaking information for those who are actually seeking it out? I mean, if somebody lands on your yeah. page, they're trying to get information. Yeah, um, it's so difficult as well, and especially on YouTube, which is such a visual medium. Um, designing thumbnails can just be a complete nightmare. Because you really have to wrestle with, well, what do I put in this thumbnail that people are going to instantly recognize and think, okay, that that's, you know, he's talking about this thing that I've just watched. But you also have to think, well, what if people haven't seen it yet? And is this going to ruin it for them? So, for example, my, my Mandalorian uh, season two, episode one thumbnail had a picture of the Mandalorian on one side and a picture of Boba Fett on the other now, it was Boba Fett when he was in Return of the Jedi, but I was still kind of like, well, are people going to look at that and then realize Boba Fett's in the episode, or are they going to look at it and think there's some connection to Boba Fett? And before before season two came out, we, we the, uh, there were obviously lots of reports saying that Tamura, I don't know how you pronounce his first name, I always get it wrong, T- Timur- Tamura Morrison, I guess, yeah. Yeah. He, he was going to be in the show as Boba Fett. So I thought, well, people kind of already know, but uh, you still get complaints. Even the, the latest one, the, the latest thumbnail I did, which had a picture of the Mandalorian in, and then a picture of Ahsoka in animated style on one side. People were still like, I can't believe you've ruined this. And I'm like, well, have you been watching the, the show? Because... They've talked about it for, for about two weeks now, <laughs> and they've been saying online. I, I think on Twitter, yes, on the day before, it was trending that it was Ahsoka Eve or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, look, <clears throat> everyone knows she's in the episodes, but still people are like, nah, that's spoiled it. That's ruined the entire episode for me. I'm like, well, you should have watched Malik's video. Bloody right, hell. yeah. As long as that you're going to spoil yourself, at least find out the name of Baby uh, baby Grogu and everything too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why do you think it is that, that Star Wars fans particularly seem bizarrely obsessed with leaks? Like, I, I, I don't want to take up too much of time with my personal anecdotes, but I remember when The Phantom Menace was in production it was a daily ritual yeah. for me to get online. And uh, I don't know if you remember, there was somebody on the internet named Spoiler Man at the time who you've, okay. you've sort of taken that moniker, but you are not the original Spoiler Man, right? Yeah, I didn't even know that, to be honest. Maybe it's my dad. Maybe it's like a Darth Vader and Luke moment. <laughs> He's like, I am your father. Right. So what is it about, about leaks and, and spoilers like this that, that us Star Wars fans are uniquely... Are we uniquely oriented towards, and why is that? I think, you know what, uh, this is going to sound like I'm dissing all the Star Wars fans, but I think... Oh, we've never done that. Fans... We've never done that on the show. That's not allowed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of fans have some almost a sort of ego about how much more they know than <laughs> other fans do. Like I often get told that I'm not a real fan because um, a lot... Like Grand Admiral Thrawn, a lot of my knowledge of him comes from the Expanded Universe and, and books like uh, Heir, to, Heir of the Empire, and, and or it might even be Heir to the Empire, I don't want to get that wrong. Uh, but there's, there'll be people who are like, well, you, you know it from that, but you haven't read blah 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 books, so you're not a real fan. Um, and I think this this kind of, it's almost like, the, I take, take it back to the comic book stores where you know, you'd be standing around with your friends and this was pre-internet. So whatever you knew, you actually knew it. You couldn't just look it up and you'd be saying, oh, well, this is Spider-Man's first fight with Scorpion. And someone would lean over your shoulder and go, no, mate, it was actually issue 63. That was his first fight, you idiot. (laughs) And I think think that the Star Wars fans sort of like holding this knowledge over other people almost and the more that they can find out from leaks 
the more that they know, it's kind of almost boosting them above other people. Now, that sounds really nasty, but it also just shows how passionate that fans are about this stuff. Um, and I'm not talking down about them when I say anything like that. I think it's great that people are really invested in this. But, you know, there, there is sort of this this feeling of, like, who knows the most about Star Wars, almost. And I see it every week in the comments. Um, if I get one thing wrong, I called Ahsoka Tano. I called her Ahsoka Tano. And I tell you what, people weren't Oh, Oh, you mispronounced her name like, with a stress or whatever on the syllable, and all of a sudden you, you, might, yeah. as well, uh, you might as well be watching G.I. Joe or something then, right? <laughs> yeah, you're not a real yeah. fan. And I called... Um, I called Chiss. I called that Shiss. And I tell you, people have been happy. And this, <laughs> they can't even, of, they can't even get is, the pronunciation right of Jakku in The Force Awakens. I think they pronounce yeah, it six yeah, different ways the, in The Force Awakens itself. Yeah, yeah. there's so many movies like that where <laughs> the, the one character will say it one way and another will say it completely different. But um, yeah, the, I think Star Wars fans, they're passionate. They like to know as much about the lore as they can. And if a spoiler is going to give them a little bit of a boost on that, they're going to want to know it. And it's, do, do you remember the end of Avengers, the post credit scene when Thanos turned around and there were so many people who, I tell you what, the people who, who thought they were amazing after that were the ones that knew who, who Thanos was. And the people who had to, to Google who that was, they were the suckers. Right, right. So they're, they're kind of trying to place themselves in this this group of people who know what they're talking about they and then they can kind of give an educated opinion like coronavirus there's lots of people giving their opinions on that uh, but the the people whose opinions that you listen to tend to know what they're talking about and it's the same thing with star wars i would say uh you know storm duper had recently a birthday and one of the things that Mrs. Duper always gets tired of hearing me complain about is, oh, I never get anything good. You know, it's always the same old, same old, uh, you know, pizza, coupons, stuff like that. But this year, Mrs. Duper went out on a limb and ordered me the Perfect Package 3.0 from Manscaped.com. You've probably seen their ads. Uh, you know, Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. Don't be the hairiest Jedi in the resistance. The Lawnmower 3.0 is a waterproof and skin safe trimmer that will reduce nicks to your two best friends. It is an absolutely fantastic shaver, a quality, quality product, and really easy to use. It, they even include instructions to help you out. One of the most powerful forces in the galaxy is your lightsaber, so keep yours clean with the Lawnmower 3.0. They also include the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, why not? Down there in the smelliest part of your body. For on-the-go freshness, you can also use their wonderful Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. It's all included in the the perfect package 3.0 and if you act now using our code fswradio that's all in caps you'll get 20 percent off free shipping with the code fswradio at manscaped.com that's right get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code fswradio at manscaped.com may the force be with your balls it's a fascinating sociological thing i mean that's one of the reasons i wanted to have you on is to talk to talk not only about uh the actual leaks in star wars because we're very interested i mean uh, if by the way if you have any more uh you know we can drop them on the show for sure but um the other thing is just why why does this happen and what what is it and, and how does it all work together and so uh, one one thing i was curious about was disney contacted you not out of anger you know not out of hate <laughs> um but rather yeah. it seems they were sort of trying to massage you maybe a little bit and try to get some information out of you about who possibly could have given you the leak so that they could have uh, then taken that person down um, I think I think it was just more of a, a privacy breach more than anything. Like, uh, and anyone would do that to be honest. If someone was saying, "Oh, this this person spoiled your video, but I'm not going to tell you who right. it is," well, I would be like, "Well, are you sh can you not just give me a hint?" And that's all they wanted. They they weren't like, "We want names, email addresses, stuff like that." We were like, "We would just kind of want to know how you receive these leaks." Now, were your leaks sent to you anonymously, or do you have information? I'm not going to ask you to divulge that, but uh, in in broad strokes, what what did you know about the person who was leaking the information to you? Uh, I didn't know anything at the time. Um, all I had was an email address. I, I said to them, "Look, I, 
I, I do feel bad, but I'd, I'd feel even worse if someone lost their job because this person didn't ask me to make the video on it. They were just saying, oh, here's some cool stuff if you want to know it. It wasn't like, go out and make a video. So I just thought, right, well, I'll, I, I've kind, I'm kind of the one who's done wrong here, so I'll just keep them as safe as I can. Um, but I've I have I've said to them since like don't do this again because <laughs> I can't protect you. You might message, <laughs> yeah, you might message someone who will just hand your name over. Uh, but yeah, Disney were were really really nice. I, honestly, I can't sing their praises enough. I was sat there all day worried about it, and the the people were so nice that spoke to me. So how how do these leaks like this normally get disseminated? I mean, is it a disgruntled employee or is it a low-level person do you think who just wants to feel a little special or maybe maybe they heard it from someone that works at Lucasfilm or it, or does it simply require the lead actor to leave the script under their bed when they move out? Like yeah. what are the channels typically for this kind of really accurate leak? Uh I don't really know and the person who leaked it to me, I said, don't tell me your job because <laughs> then I can't... I have said to them, I'm trying to figure out who, who you are, but I said, don't tell me anything because that that's going to... You know what? If if I get sent to, to the torture room in Jabba's palace and they start putting those hot irons on my feet, I'm going to start You're going to have to squeal, mate. right? So the less information, they're they're protected, right? Yeah. If Disney came right now, we're like, we'll give you the rest of the Mandalorian season. You just uh, tell us who it is. I'm handing the name sure. over. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Were, so why yeah. do you think it is There's that a... this information escapes? What What is kind of gone wrong, as it were, in the Disney Information Protection Agency? I don't think it's necessarily so much people being disgruntled or angry. I think a lot of it is people just going home and talking to someone who then tells someone else and it gets around. And I think that's really what it is. I think probably what happened um, is that someone passed on information about the episode to someone who watches my channel. And I think that was probably what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know for definite. But that's kind of the vibe I took from it. But you d- you don't know. You, I mean, it might be disgruntled people. I'm guessing a lot of leaks do come from stuff like that. But there's so many people work on these productions, like cameramen, grips, um, set designers, effects artists, marketing teams, uh, screenwriters, you know, there's there's so many different places that a leak could come mm. from that it's absolutely crazy, and you you can't pin it down to one avenue. It is it is dizzying to think about controlling that information, yeah. trying to lock it down. What's like the most bizarre leak that you've received uh, in the past that ended up being real? Not necessarily Star Wars, but just in general. The one I got in trouble for was the Halloween Kills. So they did um, a screening of that film beforehand and made everyone sign an NDA. But my friend was just like, oh, well, I'm not being beholden to that for three years or whatever. Uh, So they just told me that. That was quite a weird one because it was just so like down the line. It was like, I can't believe you've just shown this movie to people um, and then you expect them to keep quiet about it for years and years. Right, right. And then there's other ones where you'll get sent script segments or people will be behind the scenes and they'll take photograph. Like I got sent um, a Gotham Gotham Fire Department helmet uh, from the Batman and it'll just be people standing behind set taking photos of things. So, yeah, it's the thing is, everyone has a camera on them now as well and they they can publish it to to the Internet, which is made up of billions of people. So within a minute, you can take a photograph and a billion people can see it if it gets enough retweets and shares and covered by enough outlets. So keeping all this information, like you said, it must be a nightmare. Um, but it's it, it, they just come from all over the place. And I get sent so many that it's almost dizzying to to kind of comprehend all the projects at once. And a lot of them I just don't cover because I think I have no idea if this is true. And, you know, there's just so, there's so many and it's it's different things like script pages or images from behind the scenes or full episode breakdowns. And yeah, there's just so, so many. Hmm. Hmm. So what's your favorite leak that you've received in the history of your channel? 
Was there one particularly juicy that you were like, wow, I can't believe I've got this? Or uh, Mandalorian was quite big because no one had leaked that yet. Uh, Game of Thrones, that finale. But that was also like, I can't believe how bad this is. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that was how quite How painful good, the ending was, was almost... for so many people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and that that was sort of like... I would say for a lot of people that was like getting diagnosed with a terminal illness. <laughs> them, them seeing seeing those leaks and then knowing that it was coming on oh, Sunday. Dear. <laughs> it was like they've been told you've been told how bad this episode is. You don't want to believe it deep down. You want to believe that things are going to be okay, that you're going to pull through, and it's not going to be right. true. But you know that clock's ticking down to Sunday, and you're going to die of dysentery. <laughs> it's like it's like that thing do you want to know the day of your death right is it (laughs) yeah yeah oh my goodness well um is there is there uh ever been a time when you know just the the obsession of fans uh you know that can sometimes get a little bit um intense or maybe irritating even um have you ever deliberately put out fake leaks just to teach some of these people not to be stupid or not to get so i don't know uh entrenched in in devouring this information i mean i know you said that a lot of people give you a hard time when you get any little thing wrong but there is also that other flip side of fandom who just happily can consume and digest anything they hear um so have you done anything like that to sort of test their wits or critical thinking skills not really because i think that always kind of backfires on me <laughs> um so if i report on a leak i think it's genuine or if i don't think it's genuine i say look this seems like what we've seen from the trailer that it might line up um some of the images do kind of coralesce with what we've seen but again take it with a pinch of salt which is pretty much my catchphrase yeah so it's it's a bit i don't like misleading people um so i try not to which is why i do so little plot leaks i did a big blog the other day about um the whole process of the the mandalorian spoilers and why i choose to leak certain things and not leak others and a lot of it is just me wanting to keep credibility up on the channel because I know that after these Mandalorian leaks that there will be people who next leak I post no matter what think, oh my god, well he got this one right, so he definitely will get this one right. So I kind of want to keep up that that standard almost. But it is difficult because you don't know what's going to get released on the final day. Even in the run-up to the Mandalorian, the, the release, I was thinking, I feel like they're going to ADR and change some things. So instead of saying Grogu... They might call him a different name or they they might say something instead of Grand Admiral Thrawn. And there's a lot of paranoia when you leak things uh, leading up to the release date thinking, I really hope I got this right. Because if I didn't, then my channel's going to bomb. Right. Yeah, you do have your credibility on the line. So I could see why you wouldn't want to deliberately use it as like a tool to, to teach people a lesson in, in just critical thinking skills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, just do a whole breakdown and then at the end be like, I've, and I've just made this all up and you fell for it. Thanks we, a lot. We would love to collaborate with you if you do decide to do that someday, maybe for April Fool's Day or something. But uh, yeah. we, we have uh, we have enough fodder to last a lifetime for you, I think. So yeah, <laughs> we've sort of gone the other way. I mean, that, that that's how we make our that's our that's our brand right is is deliberately making up stuff that isn't true um but but the yeah. flip side of that is we're trying to to also keep some joy in star wars um because at the end yeah. of the day star wars is not Which about is information difficult. it's about the joy of watching it right so yeah, as a definitely. fan, how do you balance those two things of really enjoying like the Mandalorian or or I don't know how what your opinion is on the sequel trilogy. Maybe we can get into that a little bit. But how do you balance that joy of, of enjoying the films with that kind of more uh, decisive sort of um, eye for information? Uh, does one come before the other? Are they are they mutually exclusive, do you think? Uh, it's, it is difficult. And I actually did um, music production at university. And it just changes your entire perspective of how you listen to songs because you're you're more kind of analyzing them rather than listening. And it's the same thing with films uh, and knowing things in advance or even having like um, an eye for for detail. It can kind of throw you off, but it can also make things better in a way because you think, oh, wow, I realize how much detail has really gone into this. 
Um, for example, I've been watching Mank today, and that that movie is kind of based around the, the the screenwriter of Citizen Kane and how he came up with the ideas for that film. And there's actually a lot of shots in that that are mirroring things from Citizen Kane. And it is quite nice picking out those details and you, you realize, like, okay, so, yeah, they, they, they have put a lot of thought into this. But, at, at, you know, at other times it's difficult to switch your brain off. But I don't leak everything and I don't cover everything as well. So there are things that I will just go completely blind into and enjoy them on their own merit. That's kind of how I did but, the uh, yeah. the Rise of Skywalker. I, I was all in on the first two films pretty much. Uh, I knew pretty much the whole mm-hmm. plot of The Force Awakens before it came out um, with with some level yeah. of detail. Last Jedi, not as much. But with Rise of Skywalker, just because I knew it was going to be the last uh, of the Skywalker saga, I sort of made a pact with myself that I wasn't going to go to Reddit for that movie. And I, I just yeah. watched like one trailer and that was about it. I mean, of course, for the site, I had to make up a lot of stuff. But you know what? I think I enjoyed that film more because I really honestly had no idea what to expect. I mean, I knew that, of course, um, yeah. Emperor Palpatine was going to come back. But some, sometimes I think that fans are too harsh on the films because they know so much. What do, what do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of clickbait stories and fake things that build up expectations in fans' minds. Like there was, I remember seeing a rumor for Ezra returning for the Rise of Skywalker, and obviously there would have been a massive fan base. I thought, oh my god, <laughs> Ezra's going to be be in the film, and then when he wasn't, it was like, oh what? I've been waiting for this for a year, and he's not even in it. So it can set up expectations very highly, and often lead to disappointment, which isn't good. Um, you know, I think if nothing leaked about the Star Wars films, then they might be perceived a lot higher. But I didn't actually spoil any of them other than Rise of Skywalker for myself. And I I didn't really enjoy The Force Awakens that much on first viewing. I, I have grown to appreciate it a lot more. Last Jedi I actually liked in the cinema, and then I've kind of thought, eh, this isn't all that good. <laughs> and Rise of Skywalker, I knew everything about it, and I hated it in the cinema. <laughs> So is there something you think about Rise of Skywalker, uh, particularly if you had not known going in that maybe you would have liked it a little bit more possibly? No. Um, and I think it's... Just, I love that. Just no. The, yeah, I think it's more down to the filmmaking yeah. in Rise of Skywalker just because it's just so... The pacing, you're just jumping from planet to planet to planet, getting MacGuffin after MacGuffin. Yeah. And you're not really getting enough time with the characters, I don't feel. Whereas I would rather just be stuck in a central location, kind of learning about things. Like in The Last Jedi, I learned more about Rey and Luke, them just hanging around on that island for for an hour, than I did to all the planet hopping and going from different, you know, going from a planet to a starship and back to another planet. You don't really have time to catch your breath, I don't feel. And I prefer films that give you a bit of time, unless it's Infinity War, which is very fast-paced. But because you know all these characters really well, you don't really mind it. Right. It was a pretty frenetic final reel uh, of the saga, I think. And fans fans yeah. reacted very diametrically opposed on, on that film. So Yeah. I know people who absolutely love that movie, and I've gotten a lot of hate for saying that. I don't, but it, it just, I didn't really, I feel like every film in the new franchise is trying to undo the previous film's work, so Force Awakens sets things up, Last Jedi tries to undo all that, and then Rise of Skywalker tries to undo all of the Last Jedi, so yeah, the, the, thematically it's all kind of, uh, that they spend too much time course correcting, I feel, rather than just taking the story and running with making it making a film uh, yeah yeah exactly it, it's more kind of, like even kylo's helmet getting put back together like why just, like just leave it yeah it wasn't he necessary. wears that helmet in that film yeah how, i mean how how long does he wear that helmet for in that film I th- wasn't that necessary i think we've talked before on the show actually about how that is almost symbolic of the entire way they made that movie uh you know yeah, piecing everything back definitely. together from from having been broken by the last jedi and here it is again yeah. so 
and you can see the cracks still. Right. It's very conscious almost. It's like saying, yeah, we we yeah. We, we, don't, we know this is a big hot mess. Uh, you know, we're just uh, gluing yeah. it back together for you. But I, I think that's interesting. You know, fans are just so conscious now of the process in a way that maybe they weren't 20, 30 years ago before the internet. And that, yeah. that must somehow be related to this obsession with spoilers and leaks as well, right? Yeah. And you know what? I actually think that movie companies almost cash in on the spoiler market like if you remember the the run-up to avengers endgame the disney put out a big statement saying don't spoil avengers endgame and that was trending and it was almost kind of like right i have to see this day one otherwise it's going to get ruined for me i have to go at the cinema and because of that people rush out and it's probably the same with the mandalorian as well at the moment um disney when i was speaking to them they were saying We've got people who are waking up at 3 a.m. to watch the episode, and the the numbers of people that are doing that is absolutely incredible. So I think you know the the studios do kind of almost want their the, the knowledge of spoilers being out there to influence how quickly that an audience consumes media, because you know if a lot of people would just be like, oh well, I'll just watch it on Saturday or Sunday, but now we're like, right, well. If you don't watch The Mandalorian the second it airs, you're going to get something spoiled for you on either YouTube or Twitter or somewhere it'll pop up. I have to stay up and watch it each time. And I, I've tried to be gentle yeah. to my followers by not spoiling it too specifically, although sometimes I do screw up because I might be uh, completely uh, out of my mind and exhausted. Um, yeah. But I've sort of tried to adopt a secret code with people that will like resonate with them after they see it, but that won't spoil them beforehand. So for example, when, when Bo-Katan was in the, the episode, I think it was episode 12, 13 was it um or episode 11 maybe whatever yeah episode 11 um when she was yeah. in that i just posted on my twitter uh, we're going to boca raton i mean if you haven't seen the episode that doesn't mean anything to you probably right um i mean if you really yeah. thought about it and you were very shrewd you might you might pick up on it if you listen to the podcast you know i call her that but i was not trying to actually spoil people but more just you know interact and then people can come back later and see ah okay i see like you know watched it but um it is, it is like you said. I mean, you have to watch it right away now if you don't want to get spoiled or just completely go into lockdown and shut down all your social media. Um, but this was interesting, yeah. though, that Disney made the, the bizarre decision in this day and age to release the first season of The Mandalorian in the United States, but not in the UK. And so then there was a sort of vendetta yeah. that UK Star Wars fans were saying, well, you spoiled Baby Yoda for us, so we're going to spoil Rise of Skywalker for you. There's a little bit of yeah. tit for tat going on as yeah. well, huh? yeah definitely and i remember that um yeah the, the, what happened was there was a rights issue so sky who owned they owned basically the distribution for the the star wars movies on television over here so disney were kind of banged to rights and wanted to release their streaming platform but they couldn't because it had the star wars movies on which sky you know had the rights to so they had to wait for that contract to expire in march and then it came out but i mean i don't want to say where i saw <laughs> the episodes of the mandalorian but i was taking flights out to america there you go to, there you go to watch those episodes yeah you're, you're only four or five hours away from new york you know on a good day if you fly so exactly you can get there in the morning watch the mandalorian uh you know and then be back in time for 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 uh for tea you know <laughs> exactly Barely any times passed as well because of the time difference. Right. Oh. Uh, it's a miracle, you right. know. <laughs> Paul, you know, you're an interesting guy. I mean, you, your YouTube channel is immense. If you haven't been on to a Heavy Spoilers YouTube channel, there's so many great videos. I mean, in addition to the most recent one where you talk about this Mandalorian uh, spoiling episode, I strongly recommend fans get on there to watch that. But then you have a bunch of other stuff too. And, and you mentioned your your career in music production. Um, is there anything yeah. about you? Like what's something, this actually is a question that comes to us from T. Barantor on Twitter. Um, he asked uh, ahead of the interview, he's curious, what's something about you that everyone would be surprised to learn? Um, I don't really know, you know. Uh, to be honest, I'm quite upfront, and that's kind of why I like brought my 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 face into the videos and stuff. Don't know, I'm quite a, a boring person, I would say. <laughs> yeah. So, like the the spoiler about you is that there aren't any spoilers, I guess. Then <laughs> you're sort of an open Maybe, book. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to ask me any questions about anything specific, I don't mind. But there's nothing really that I'm trying to hide, yeah. I suppose. Well, you mentioned that uh, fans sometimes get angry at you for mispronouncing little details or not getting everything 100% right. Um, and as you know, Star Wars fans can be a little bit intense and obsessive. Um, have you ever had any altercations that have escalated beyond just, you know, flame uh, posts or, you know, uh, an angry email? Has it ever gotten a little bit to the point where you were starting to question, why am I doing this? Is my safety in jeopardy? Or uh... um, the, the email from Disney sort of made me think <laughs> that, but as I said, I was, they were lovely. Um, some fans kind of... There was once I got a private message from a guy saying, just want you to know I've banged your wife and she loved it. <laughs> and um, he wrote like a really graphic message to me. And I was just thinking, like, why has this happened? Like, I, I wasn't offended by it. I, it was just kind of like the old, your mom sort of jokes. But right, right. I was just thinking, why has this guy done it? So basically, I just went on his, his Facebook and then I saw that his mother was listed there. Um, and I just took a screenshot of the message and said, hey, don't, don't want to worry you, but I've just got this weird message from your son. <laughs> it's made it's made me and my wife quite alarmed um, because it seems very strange. And he, he had pictures of his kids on, on his Facebook page and stuff. Wow. And I said, look, I, I think it's really weird that this, that your son sent this. And, you know, if someone wasn't me, they might get really offended by it and it could put your, your grandchildren in a lot of trouble because they're all over his Facebook and stuff. And I think you should have a word with them. And that was kind of the extent of it. Uh, and they apologized, said they were hacked, which was a bit, a bit strange. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, right. They were hacked. That was important. It was so important that a Russian hacker break into their account to send that message to you. I understand they, they probably spent a yeah, million dollars yeah. in manpower trying to f get that password for his email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that, yeah, their, their mother had a word with them and that was quite a fun, fun day for Whoa. me, but that's sort of the extent of it. Really. It's never, death threats or anything which is well good. yes i i uh I, we don't uh, encourage anything like that on on uh, our channel either so um wow that is that you know you sort of just fought the whole thing with the truth and 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 called him out and embarrassed him i i i definitely respect that you know that you didn't go tit for tat with him but just said uh, yeah <laughs> but it's pointless arguing with these people and it was the same thing with the the mandalorian spoilers because there were so many people calling me a liar and i was like well until they watch the episode, arguing with them is just going to be like shouting at a wall because they're going to say, well, I don't believe you. I'll wait till Friday. And I'll just be saying, well, okay, we'll see right. then. <laughs> and that that would be the extent of the argument. So it would be pointless having it. I just kind of avoided it and stopped reading my comments after a while. Well, I, I want to tread carefully here. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we've really enjoyed talking to you, and I don't want to spoil our uh, um, chemistry by asking you a question that will make you uncomfortable. But I do have to ask this because it's my job. Uh, you know, I know you said you're not going to be posting any more leaks for The Mandalorian this season, but um, is there anything that you do know, that you think you know at least, that you are sitting on? You don't have to tell us if, if the specifics, no. but... no. Uh, and I do know that Disney have gone into complete lockdown over the, the season. Um, so, no, I don't want to say anything how I know that because then that might put my source in jeopardy. Right. Uh, but I do know that the, everything's kind of been taken offline and locked down. So, without talking or, specifics, would you have predictions that wouldn't reveal whether you actually knew anything about what you think is going to happen in the, in the rest of the season of The Mandalorian? Well, I thought that was going to be a Mace Windu show, but apparently that's a load of crap hmm. and it's not going to not going to happen. Um I, my prediction is that they don't actually go to Tython on the next episode. I kind of think we've been look watching the Mandalorian uh, and this is just from what's happened so far and what happens is you tend to get told a bit of information at the end of the episode and you think right, well that's next episode, that's that's going to be what happens. And then it doesn't. So you had Boba Fett at the end of episode one and you thought, well, he's going to be in the next episode. 
wasn't at all, and it was a terrible episode, that second right, one. Right, right. It was basically a filler and, episode. Yeah, and then the third episode, you were told, go to uh, Corvus, Kaladin. I forgot which one it was. It was it was both of them, but go there, and Ahsoka's going to be gonna be there next episode, I promise you. Make sure you're here on Friday to see Ahsoka. And then you watch that, and it wasn't. No, nope, gotta, gotta repair the ship first. <laughs> yeah, and then it was... Then you went to see Ahsoka, and now you've been told Tython. And I don't think that it's going to be in the next episode. I actually think that Boba Fett is going to be on the hunt for them. Um, and I think that... Yeah, did did the... Is Fennec Shan not coming back as yeah, well? Yeah, I mean, I've read different things about her. She seems to be cast, uh, from what I can understand, so I wouldn't be surprised if we yeah. saw her working with Boba Fett to some in some capacity. Yeah, so I think, yeah, she might pop up again with Fett, and I think that there's going to be a... I think that the season is probably, in my eyes, going to end on the Jedi Temple. So I think the, the end of the season might be them placing baby Yoda on the seeing stone and then he'll reach out to a Jedi and I would love it if a Jedi you know whoever it is said something back and then just cut to black and that was the end of the season that would be the like oh season three who's the Jedi and you know what I mean that would be the cliffhanger that I think would be the best way to end the season as a as a fan I've predicted uh, many weeks ago that we're going to somehow get a word in from Luke Skywalker that somehow it's going to rope itself in this but I'm not sure how I feel about that I'm sort of terrified about that prospect as well yeah I would love to see that but and I, I did talk about this on a video. I just think it would be too much work. Um, so Disney would have to get Mark Hamill back, and then they'd have to de-age him. Um, and then you know what happened. And then if, if he goes to the Jedi Temple with Luke, is he going to have to survive another Jedi massacre? Because he's already been through the Clone Wars one. Is he going to have to go through the one that Kylo Ren does? Um, so I'm not sure on that. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think there's just too too many things behind the scenes, but they can they can. It was the same with Boba Fett's Spurs. You know, they could have left that. They did say for a while that it was actually Moff Gideon, and there was a lot of people in the production that said that's Moff Gideon. But they purposely left that ambiguous, I think, to to decide whether to to do Fett or not. And if they couldn't get him, then just to be like, well, it was Moff Gideon. Mm. Um, so I think that what episode are we on six? So yeah, we've got. Try to go to Tython. Someone pops up, messes about with them. Seven, maybe get to Tython. Eight, I would say, Jedi Temple reaching out to a Jedi, cut to black. But you don't, you really don't know. I don't have any. My prediction is the next episode could very well be called the kidnapping, and it's gonna be the thing okay. that that breaks everything down and and brings Baby Yoda into the uh, clutches of Moff Gideon. To suck his blood to mm. make the evil QAnon uh, conspiracy Snoke, so yeah, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got three episodes left. There's obviously going to have to be a Boba Fett one. I think it's going to happen in between planets. So I think yeah, next episode they're going to travel and get sidetracked because that seems to be what the Mandalorian is. It's one story episode, one sidetrack, one story episode, one sidetrack. Right. It's like get you all get you all into it and then let you take a break. Get you all into it, let you take a break. So yeah, yeah. So I really don't know. Um we kind of knew that Ahsoka was going to be in last week's episode, but this one we've got absolutely no clue. Kind of a fun feeling. So uh, I'm sure that you'll be doing a, a breakdown uh, spoiler review yeah. once the episode hits. Uh, what else is in the works for you, um, aside from maybe Star Wars spoilers in the in the coming year or uh, the future? Yeah, so Wonder Woman comes out on the 16th over here, but we're currently in lockdown um, in the north at least, so I'm going to have to try and get a hold of that. One Division starts in January, Snowpiercer does... Um, I think the Game of Thrones prequel is meant to be next year, or it might not be. Uh, so yeah, I just kind of tend to play things by ear and, and see what happens. June, I'm really interested in covering um, all the movies that were delayed this year. Black Widow, were Quiet Place 2, Godzilla vs. Kong, this Batman, obviously. There's just the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut's probably my most anticipated one, um, just because I'm quite a big 
DC fan, and I'm just interested to see how they've fixed that movie, or if they've ruined it even further. It's kind <laughs> of... I don't think they will have, but it's uh, it, there's also that trepidation there. Interesting, interesting. Well, it's going to be a busy busy couple of months for you then in, in lockdown, but also spoiling yeah. things. Uh, if fans are curious to find you, uh, where can they go? I know you have the YouTube channel, Heavy Spoilers, and uh, uh, where else can people get, get, get a hold of you? Yeah, just Twitter, at Heavy Spoilers. That's pretty much where I am most of the time. We've got a Discord server as well, so if you if you go on my videos and then go in the description, we've got a Discord server link. And so yeah, those those are probably the best ways to hit me up. I try and reply to as many people as I can. So great, yeah, great. Just just message me, but don't do it twenty times a day. Yeah, just just the one or two. <laughs> and don't don't uh, threaten to have slept with your wife either if you want to get in your good yeah, graces. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or I'll find out who your mother is. Well, Paul, it has been wonderful talking to you. Um, and I know our fans are going to really appreciate getting a little bit of an insider view on the world of spoiling and Star Wars. Uh, so I really appreciate your time. And uh, hopefully this is the start of something to come in the future. We're always ready to supply you with all the fake leaks and rumors that you might want to, uh, you know, disseminate on your channel. So hold us in your good graces as well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there. well, unfortunately, that is all we have time for. Uh, we just want to thank your listeners and thank Paul of Heavy Spoilers. Go check out his YouTube channel. It's absolutely fantastic. You can follow Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at Faking Star Wars or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Faking Star Wars. And if you want to submit a question for us on Twitter, use the hashtag FSWRadio and we'll read it on the next episode. You can also get great Faking Star Wars t-shirts and other stocking stuffers coming into the holiday season at bit.ly slash FSWMerch. And give me a follow on Twitter at StormDuper. If you like what you hear and would like to support us, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. Sign up to become a patron. Not only do you help support us fakers financially, but you also get a great reward. You can join for as little as a buck a month. You can join fake Jedi Padawan Stephen Howard, the Mediacratics, Darth Taxis, and Keith Harmon, who are our loyal supporters at the fake Jedi Knight level. If you haven't written us a review yet, please consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you choose. It helps us get the word out there among Star Wars podcasts. If you write a funny review, we'll promise to read it on the next episode as well. And one more thing, we want to invite you to join the FSW Discord server. It's a free online chat room full of fakers. We'd like to talk about Star Wars, nerd culture, and even play some games together. The link is bit.ly slash FSW Discord, and make sure FSW is in caps. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Manscaped.com, once again. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code FSWRADIO, all in caps. May the force be with your balls. As always, stay tuned to FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you and every single one of our little followers out there for listening. And of course, may the foe be with you. <laughs>